The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at HeftyRenew.com. Hello, it's us again. Welcome to this special one-off episode of the 1871 podcast. And we've decided to bring you this episode to update you on everything we know about the current situation at Reading FC. So that's it then for this episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, well, look, actually, that, that is pretty much how the, the Reading fans are feeling at the moment, isn't it? But look, before we start this episode, uh, we have a confession for you. We were so convinced that Chris Wilder was going to be the new Reading manager that we prepared an episode to go live when the official announcement was made, which we thought was was imminently, as a lot of the Reading fans did, I think. Unfortunately, it went live in error. So we officially announced Chris Wilder as the new manager before it happened. If, even if it is going to happen, we don't know. Uh, but frankly, like many Reading fans, we're actually getting bored of waiting for some news. So just for fun, the episode is now live, so you can have a listen. Um, so just to confirm, um, Chris Wilder has not been announced as Reading's new manager. Well, not yet anyway. Um, but you can listen to the episode or watch on YouTube if you are interested in hearing what our reaction was when we thought Chris Wilder was about to be announced as a new Reading manager. So that's available now. But look, let's uh, discuss what is going on at Reading. Um, and Johnny and I are joined on this episode by the Reading Chronicles, Reading FC reporter James Earnshaw. And James, welcome back to the 1871 podcast. And I imagine that it's quite a challenging time for you to be able to do your job properly as a Reading FC reporter at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, cheers for having me on, Mark. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a, a weird nervy time and uh you know social media is, is a bit of a cesspit at the minute to be honest um and you know rightly so fans are, are wondering what's going on and, and to be honest most people in the club are wondering what's going on it's a problem when you've got such a small sort of select group of people that uh, are in control is that it's not really filtered down it's not obviously helped with with uh staff members not being in um you know obviously mark bowen being off uh, the last couple of, well, I think it's the last week or so. Um, 
you know, the club's sort of seemingly grounded to a halt and, um, you know, not a lot seems to be moving forward and it's frustrating, um, even more frustrating. There's nothing we can really do about it. Yeah. Well, James, look, we've got some uh, questions to put to you from Reading fans. Um, and then Johnny and I are going to try to do our best to make some sort of sense, Johnny, about <laughs> what's going on at the club at the moment. Uh, and James, we've got you for about 10 minutes. We know as you're, uh, you're currently taking a break at work. So thank you for joining us. So look, let's kick off. Um, and I've got a question for you, James, from Paul Bugs Evans on Facebook. Um, and I've chosen this question first is because it's the question that a lot of, well, I think most, if not all Reading fans are asking. Paul just wants to know what the bloody hell is going on. <laughs> Don't so, we all? There's a lot of fans want to know the answer to that, so they'd be very interested to hear your answer, James. Yeah, there's a lot of journos that want to know as well. Um, it's, it's so it's sort of all oh, difficult to gauge, isn't it, with all the sort of rumours that are banding around on Twitter. I think the truth is, sort of, nobody really has much of an idea. As much as we definitely know is is that as of even the end of May, that the manager situation was close to being resolved. You know, they had a a, a list down to two or three, and they were, you know, looking to 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 bring somebody in, whether that was Wilder, I think it probably was Wilder, but, you know, it's not been confirmed. So something's cropped up. Obviously, Mark Bowen um, sort of is, um, you know, compassionate issues and him sort of heading off for, to, you know, to sort of clear his head out has sort of brought everything to a standstill. And uh, that's about as much as we know. Nothing's really changed the last couple of weeks. Um, no manager has signed any contracts as far as I'm aware. There might have been some sort of gentleman's agreement where, you know, they're going to take over and, but nothing's been signed. You know, there's no official announcement pending soon. Um, so we just got to hope that, you know, once Bowen gets back to, you know, gets back to work and, you know, he's he's got himself sorted, that things start to move at a, a quicker pace because we need a manager and we need players and whatever else. And obviously Jared Dublin heading off is, is not ideal. Um, but I think that is more of a case of just a better offers come in and, um, you know, being a League One club, you're not really in a position to turn that down. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. A lot is happening, and, a, and not a lot is happening. You know, it's all a lot of talk, but nothing really concrete is actually moving. Yeah, um, and James, I want to ask you because obviously we we had all the kind of anticipation of the new manager, and then and then all of a sudden it went mm. quiet. And there's been some talk, uh, I think, over the last few days that that the owners have have had enough. Um, they want to sell up, and there's some suggestion that that they've actually walked away, they've disappeared. Um, do you think? I'm going to ask you this this question because it's something that that a lot of Reading fans are concerned about now. Do you think there's a real danger that Reading could be or are already in serious trouble now? Uh, and and should we be getting concerned about things like the possibility of, you know, if the, if the owner walks away and uh, a new owner isn't found. Could the club go into administration? You know, is is that? Um, are we not at that stage yet, or or is there a genuine concern that that something like that might be in the near future? There's always that concern in the back of your head, isn't there? You know, you never truly know, especially with never having met or spoken to to Mister Dye. He's the only man that knows that. As as far as I'm aware, he was you know willing to listen to offers, but. I think that's how football works. I don't think there's an owner that won't listen to an offer if the right money comes in. But I don't think, you know, I was asked, <laughs> I asked a question to senior people at the club 
last month and and it was business as usual and you know dies as always nothing's changed you know if a, a good offer comes in and he's you know it's decent money then he'll take it but he's not actively looking to get the club off of his hands and as far as I'm aware nothing's changed you know so I don't think you know the staff were paid you know one time last month for the you know not the first time for the first time in, in quite a while with bank holidays and whatever else there's no real suggestion. Oh, that... I just checked. Did, did you say that the staff weren't paid on time? No, they were. Oh, they, they were. were that, they were last month. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. So they were last month. You know, so there's no real real signal. I know that um, other than Bowen, everybody was in the training ground yesterday in terms of the hierarchy higher up. You know, the likes of um, of Carey and um, Dayong Pang were at Bearwood. So, you know, there's nothing to suggest that, that Dai has suddenly gone nowhere. But you know, with someone that lives in China and, and with the sort of aloof figure that he's become, you know, nobody truly knows, I don't think, unless you're, you're um, Mr. Die. Yeah. Uh, and look, we've got loads of other questions from Reading fans and we know your time's limited, James. So we're going to try and uh, get through as many of those questions from the Reading fans as we can. But before that, Johnny, is there anything that, that you'd like to ask James? I don't know, I just think, you know, the whole silence, you know, no news mm. is good news. In our case, it's not to James. I, I, you know, as a, you know, a journalist, it must be very frustrating as for you, as, you know, as the fans, because we've, we've not heard anything really apart from about the women's team. Mm. Um, I, you know, I know today is the, the first day of the transfer window as well, isn't it? So, you know, it, it's, it's a huge time for any club mm. to go through, you know, changes. But, you know, the fans do have a right to have some think from the club don't they about what's going on yeah the clubs are doing it yeah I don't think the club have really helped themselves with the lack of communication I think this is something that could have been nipped in the bud sort of much earlier even if it was a passing statement to say you know we're aware of, of, of the time it's taking but rest assured you know things are in hand and there's nothing to worry about but the, the truth is the people that are making those statements genuinely don't know either you know the ones that are making the decisions aren't particularly coming at dropping information down and the ones that are, you know, sat there at the, the laptops putting these press releases together, have they've got time to kill and they've got targets to meet and, you know, they're putting out these, I know, you know, this morning's um, tweet sort of riled a few people up, but, you know, that was probably written days ago and, and scheduled for, for this certain time and, you know, it's nothing to do with, with them that the people above them have sort of kept everybody in the dark. Um, so, yeah, I don't think the club have helped themselves at all and fans are obviously scared more than anything and, and frustrated and, and I think there's a lot of people in the club that are probably feeling the same you know the average run of the mill Monday to Friday staff that aren't sure if their jobs are going to be here in two three four weeks or months time and, and James I've got um I've got a question from uh, Richard Brandt on Facebook um he wants to know uh, as far as you know is the club definitely up for sale uh, I don't think anything's changed and that they've put a a sign in the window saying for sale um but as far as i'm aware as it has been for as long as mr dye's been here that if a good offer comes in then he would listen it is all i've been told uh, i've not been told anything such as on this specific day he wants to sell the club um so as far as i'm aware it's business as usual and um you know if someone comes in and, put, and puts a lot of money on the table or clears the debts or gives dye some form of break even or profit then i I'm sure his ears are listening, but other than that, I mean, it's just as dark as you. Yeah, and and what's your what's your gut feeling, James? Do you think the club um, will be sold? 
you know, between now and the end of next season? What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, my gut changes every single morning that I wake up and read Twitter. That's the thing. <laughs> I had always thought that he would give us one year in League One to try and get back up. Um, but sort of, I don't know. My gut feeling now is that um, that, that I think I don't think Die will be here next season. That's just my gut. That's not based off, off of anything. As in, as in the season coming or the following season? The following season. Okay. I think that that's just my gut. Um, I, I don't have any sort of intel on on Die. You know, no one really talks to him at all, to be honest, other than Bowen. Um, but yeah, I, I, the signs aren't sounding good, are they? Coming out and obviously Smudge uh, and my predecessor have been at the club for twenty five years, so I'm sure. He's picked up a fair few more sources than I have in my year in, in the role. So there's no smoke without fire. Mm. Um, got one more question for you, James, because uh, I know you need to go. So um, Paul Mills on, on Facebook, uh, and I'm going to summarise what Paul has said here. Um, he says that even though Reading have some good quality players in the under-23 uh, team, we are now seeing players leave without any announcement or acknowledgement. And the theory that, that Paul is putting forward is that the owners have gone. Um, so the, as I say, this is a theory being put forward by Paul, um, possibly based on what he's read on social media. So his theory is that the, owner, the owners have gone, they've left Mark Bowen to it. And by the way, as you mentioned, we believe uh, Mark Bowen's on compassionate leave, um, possibly due to a, a death in the in the family. So we do hope that, that Mark and his family are okay in the circumstances um, just want to say that, uh, and we and we think that, as you alluded to, James, that could mean that that nobody else is kind of authorised to say anything. Do, do you think that sums it up? Yeah, the, the, the Nabi Sal one was interesting, um, especially when they released the statement. But as far as I'm aware, um, sort of Nabi Sal had, had sort of gone off and, and sort, or his agent had gone off and sorted himself out a new club um, without, you know, warning the club that he was doing so. Um, so I think the club were fully expecting Saar to be on the books next season, or at least, um, you know, beginning of, of July when the contract sort of reset. Um, so that came as a shock to everybody. Uh, and when they then put the release out at half past 10 on a Sunday night, it kind of caught everybody off guard. And I think they were a little bit miffed that the um, etiquette wasn't wasn't particularly um, followed by the Qatar club, um, or maybe even particularly even Abi Saar himself. So that one was a very sort of odd um, scenario um, but um, yeah I presume Bowen would be the man that would, that would sign it off um, but as Dayong Pang as CEO surely he should be able to to uh, sign things off I mean my thinking is surely the whole club shouldn't shouldn't come to a standstill just because Mark Bowen's off mm. uh, is my thinking of how a business would work um, but again from what people have been saying Dayong Pang isn't particularly the most efficient working in a football club um, so maybe it is all coming down to Mark Bowen, in which case that's a lot of pressure to be put under while dealing with, with your own personal things. So um, difficult time for everybody. Uh, James, have we got you for a few more minutes or do you need to go? Uh, yeah, I'll do one more question. Okay. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to... Um, uh, I've got a few things to read out in terms of the the, the problems that, that Reading fans perceive with Reading, one of the big ones is that there's no actual news from the club, players are leaving and so on. Mm. James, final question, uh, and this is from John Randall on Twitter. And John says he still thinks that, that Wilder is a done deal pending an official announcement, but he'd like to know 
was that really Chris Wilder in the photo at the training ground? <laughs> um, he also wants to know if you think that Chris Wilder has agreed to be our manager um, and is that being held up by the EFL or the owners or is something else going on? Uh, I I believe it was not Chris Wilder in the photo. Uh, I did a bit of digging and a bit of talking and a bit of searching around. And as far as I'm aware, that wasn't Chris Wilder. Um, so I can only go off of that. I do believe Chris Wilder is the one that the Reading wanted. I believe there's plenty of talks. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if there was some form of handshake or, or verbal agreement where you go, you know, you know, by this certain date, I'll come in. I mean, all the potential jobs he was linked with have all been filled with the likes of Huddersfield and, and uh, Hearts and even the, the vague one of Celtic is, is now looks like it's being filled by Brandon Rogers. So unless he fancies his chances of hanging on until December and, and picking up a job halfway through the season. But as far as I'm aware, I think, I still think all going well, I still think it'll be wilder. Uh, I just think it's taking a hell of a lot longer than anybody would have expected uh, the club included um but yeah i don't i don't think that was wilder in the picture okay well look um james thanks ever so much for for joining us um cheers for having me get, get back to trying to find out what what's going on <laughs> side and uh yeah th- thanks very much no, that's good cheers for having me on i wish i had more to say uh, yeah thank you james <laughs> so look johnny um let's have a chat now about what you know, we we don't really know, do we? We're, we're Reading fans. We're in in the dark. We did think Chris Wilder was going to be the new manager. He might be. We've put out, you know, we prepared that episode, didn't we? Uh, and then we were, we were waiting every morning. We're checking, searching for news about Chris Wilder, Reading, like nothing. And, yeah. and then, you know, Phil Parkinson's come out and said, uh, he'd be a great fit, but actually Reading would do really well to get him. So there's obviously, as James said earlier, that there's no smoke without fire. I, I think what's happened over this process is that we've gone from, okay, the disappointment of relegation, but now, you know, I was feeling quite quite positive about mm. the reset as, as uh, it's been referred to um, and the chance to rebuild the club. And then we heard that, Chris Wilder was in the frame, then he was the favourite, then it looked like um, he'd been offered the job and and it was going ahead. Um, and now, in it, literally in the last sort of couple of days, um, people are, are kind of sitting back and thinking, uh-oh, there could be something serious up here. So I think you alluded to it quite a while ago that yeah. you were concerned what happens if, if the... If the if the owner walks away, uh, and we don't, you know, there there isn't a long list of um, people willing to to step in. So I don't know. We might be overthinking it. It might be that, that the owner just is not communicating, and uh, he's going to hang around until there's a buyer. But there's clearly some sort of problem. So look, here, here's some of the key problems that. Um, Reading fans are thinking about and wondering what's going on. So the list of um, issues is as follows. There's no actual news from the club. Um, players are leaving. Nabi Saar had a good end to the season. You know, decent player. He's gone. Um, no comment whatsoever about the manager situation, which in a way you can understand, but it's just a bit bizarre. And you see other clubs 
you know, announcing managers. And it's, you know, it's going to be July soon. Um, the owners seem to have disappeared. Um, you know, there's talk now that he's looking to sell the club. Um, head of scouting, Jared Dublin, uh, looks like he's on his way, um, probably to Stoke uh, after just five months at the club. Um and it looked like it was going to be Chris Wilder as Reading's new manager. We still think it might be. Um, but I don't know if you saw on Twitter, um, A.D. Williams. Um, there's now a rumour that the new manager is going to be Steve Cottrell because A.D. Williams spotted someone in a car in towards the direction of the training ground with a shirt with a Reading FC badge on it. And SJC on his car number plate, and and Steve Cottrell's middle name begins with J. So does Steve Copples, by the way. Um, so there's that rumor um, that's been started by Ad Williams because he said he was on his bike. He saw this. This is a true story. Um, so that's the latest rumor. Uh, there's no updates. I don't think on renewal of contracts. And basically, Johnny, none of the Reading fans know what's going on that's the problem isn't it yeah i you know as, as a club it's poor like you say if mark you know is off because of uh, family issues or whatever the buck shouldn't stop with him you know he needs his time to do whatever he does or whatever else is going on behind the scenes you know we don't know and that's people's private business but as a club they still have a you know they need to have communication and communication is vital in any world but more so than ever you know as our football all the fans and everyone that's involved that this time more than ever you know there's been no communication around anything and all you know and all it does for anyone it creates anxiety even the most stable person in the world if you don't hear what's going on then you know now in this world that we live in of social media and ADC and someone in his car and somebody else will be spotting some of the grey hair down at the uh, training ground which could have been me I don't know it, it, it just creates these distress and you know, the club, like you said earlier, they could have put a lot of this to bed. They could have just made a statement saying, this is what, you know, we haven't got a manager, whatever. This is what we're doing at the minute, whatever. Something. Give people something to work with. You know, style, we contacted them for an update, you know, and it's like, I don't know, trying to bang your head against a brick wall constantly, trying to get snippets of information that really... You know, unless there's a Chinese bureaucrat that pop round the owner's house and maybe ask him what's going on for us, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's getting to that point, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, there was the the session I think with with Mark Bowen. Uh, was it a mm. blue collar food a few weeks ago? Um, you know, it, it was all very positive, and now the fans are saying it just sounds like a load of rubbish the way things are at the moment. So look. Um, <laughs> You know, that that question from from John Randall on Twitter, um, he thinks that Wilder's a done deal. What do you think, Johnny? I I think it, it is a done deal, but there's something else going on, maybe. I, I, I had this feeling, you know, about the owners, if you know, they go down to the one, do they actually want to do it anymore? Is it like, you know, all the, you know, the problem in modern football, these owners, it's like a toy to them. Oh, you know, I don't want that one anymore. I'll go and get something else to play with because the money's not an issue for them. And, you know, and this is happening in football all around. And, you know, at the minute, 
it, it could go, it's going to go two ways. Maybe, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know if the embargo has any impact on what's going on at the minute because I don't think that's officially over till July. But I don't think that affects recruitment of managers and coaches and all that stuff. I think that's separate, but it's just not good news. You know, it, it's it, the, probably the biggest critical time in our club's history for probably since the last relegation in 98. You know, it's huge. It's a huge point of yeah. where we need to go, and 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 they're really not helping themselves. And it's not like I say, it's not about Mark and, and his personal issues. It's about a club. Somebody's in there. The CEO of any business should be speaking, and you're not getting that communication. You know, or or giving giving that task to to someone else. Yeah, to, absolutely. To yeah. So, um, Anthony Smith, uh, former Reading Chronicle. Reading reporter, um, as James referred to there, he's put something out on Twitter that um, there's, uh, I can't remember the exact wording, but um, the the owner wants to sell the club. Um, the owner's gone missing. Potentially that could <coughs> scupper the Chris Wilder deal. Um, and that I, I think, this week, there's genuine concern for for the club. You know mm-hmm. what you you alluded to it quite a long time ago, Johnny. Um, and there's all there's all sorts of issues, isn't there? But uh, let's get back to a few of the questions. Um, James doesn't know a lot. We we know less than James does, I'm sure. Uh, but Chris Bennett on Facebook, um, 1871 podcast quiz winner. By the way, Johnny, before I read out that question, we, we seem to have turned up in roughly Reading Away colours. Yes. Some sort of <laughs> uniform. We, we didn't plan this in advance, by the way, but uh, yeah. both in the in the sort of orange um, tribute to some of the away kits, in a way. Didn't even think about it like that. But anyway, get back to the, the question from Chris Bennett on Facebook. Um, he wanted to know, did we get a fee from Nabi Sar? I don't know if James would have known that. We don't know that, do we? Um, why was he let go? I think it was more his decision, I guess. Yeah. Um, will we need another head of scouting? What do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a huge role, isn't it? And, and you know, we, you know, obviously, yeah. And, and you can't, you know, you can't blame anyone for, for wanting to bet themselves if he's gone to a, a club back in the championship. You know, more money, or whatever. Mm. You know, that's where we are as a club. We're in League One, and you know, we have to wake up to the fact that we're not. The Reading of old, who had that pull, is in you know that level. That's a big drop, but we're still yeah. we're still a club that has a lot to offer. You know the training facilities, and you know for a scouting system to be rebuilt, possibly. You know we've had you know with Brian on and still, yeah, even you know talking about the lack of scouting. So there's a huge you know opportunity there for someone to 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 build if we still got a club. <laughs> I th- yeah, and that that's the concern, isn't it, for Reading fans? And I, I think probably what's happening is the people at the club are just getting on with their jobs in the best way possible. James said that, you know, everyone was at the training ground. So we don't know. We might be reading more into it. You know, it might be that the owners are just not around at the moment. They they might be having a break or, you know, we, we don't know. Um, so it might be that it's kind of business as usual in the best way that they can. Obviously, Mark Bowen, as we said, um, off on compassionate leave. So um, we hope everything's okay there with Mark and his family. Um, and and Chris's other question, Chris Bennett, 
Um, this is an interesting question, Johnny. Why is it taking so long to appoint a new manager? I think we've we've kind of covered that a little bit. It's probably to do with Mark Bowen not being around. Um, what 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 do you think the reason for the delay is? What's your thoughts, Johnny? I, I, I honestly, like everyone, it, you, 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 like uh, James was saying, you know, you got three. In one minute, you think, well, it's, you know, maybe Bowen changed his mind. He's waiting for another job. He's looking for a club higher up. He doesn't want to do the whole rebuild. Then you mean he does Wilder? Yeah, like say, just like it's an opportunity. Or, or then you're going, well, hold on a second, because the people that are in, you know, certain people do, you know, in the, the journalist world, and you get, you know, when we talked about our famous fake episode there about Chris Wilder, like at that time, it was pretty much seen that it was a done deal, and it was pretty much 100% happening from certain, you know, the people, the sources, journalists wise, and bigger national wise, and everything like that. And then some, it just feels like something's changed. Something behind the scenes. Every- and it can't <laughs> just be down to it, somebody being on passionate leave. Because like you say, there's, there's more than one person at a football it's like It's like everything's ground to halt, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's look, odd. We, that's yeah, we, odd. We're going to... We got loads of questions um, from Reading fans. So I'm going to try and rattle through yeah, these. Yeah. So we, 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 we try and give as short and succinct answers as we can. Um, a lot of it would be based on stuff that we've heard. Um, we're Reading fans. We don't really know what's going on. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll ask the questions um, and then see what we can make of it. So Dean Matthews on Twitter, he wants to know, why is there silence from Reading FC at the moment? I think we've probably covered that a little bit. Um, and he says, apparently, there's uh, supposed to be some sort of valid reason for this and that things will return to normal soon. So that's probably to do with the... Um, Mark Bowen situation being on compassionate leave. Um, go on then, Johnny. I'll let you answer this question from Alex Miller on Facebook. When are we getting a new manager, and who is it going to be? Go <laughs> right, Mystic Mystic Johnny. Here it goes. Um, I reckon that we will get a new manager beginning of July. This is what I'm thinking now. For some reason in my head, beginning of July, we'll have a new manager. We'll have something. Something in place. I don't know what that is. I, I just think that's where it will be at. That's where who, start who do you think it will be? I'd say I'd still Chris Wilder. I, I think you know, there's something there that's not gone away. He's not gone somewhere else. So the and that's the person that's the best fit at the minute. You know okay. where we're sitting now. So so uh, so what's going to happen? First week of July. You heard it here from Johnny. Uh, <laughs> first week of July, Reading will announce the new manager. Uh, it will be Chris Wilder. And then you can have a listen to the episode that we've already <laughs> where we've announced it. So um, so Martin Toll on Facebook, question from him. He wonders whether the club would be better off getting another manager from the championship, merry-go-round and try for a quick fix return to the championship. Or actually, do the club need to take a longer-term view and get a manager in who can develop a team with academy players coming through, a few more experienced players and accepting that that process might take a bit longer. I, I, I think Chris Wilder would be that man, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But again, it all depends what the owners are thinking. You know, like James alluded, you know, alluded to them being here in a year's time or are they gone already? You know, and that's that's where you need the, of someone like Chris Wilder or any manager, you need to have reassurance that there's a plan isn't there you know three years this is a plan or two years or one year you want to gamble for going back up fine but 
give us a plan of something to to work with. And and again, it's it's silent. So look, I've got two questions here about the same subject. Ashley Looker and Andy Kov on Facebook. They they both want to know. They've posed the question: Do we think that Reading have enough financial backing? Um, so Ashley Looker wants to know if we've got enough financial backing to have a proper go at returning back to the championship at the first attempt. And Andy Kov wants to know, um, have we got enough financial backing to stay afloat and even start the new season? That's the concern that's creeping in now, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's all or nothing. That's what it feels like. If the owner's there, great. He will back them financially as he's done before. But if he goes, there's a whole lot of debt and a whole lot of worry you know, as a as a club to to deal with, and 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 a lack of squad, and you know, lots of yeah. things. You know, it's it's what's a real concern. Johnny, what what's the what's the debt as far as you understand it? I've heard well, I've heard one hundred and twenty million, something like something that. Something like that, isn't it? I mean, literally, the owner. I think you know, he owns everything in his name, isn't he? You know, yeah. um, I could be wrong. I could be, you know, the training ground, as far as I know, and and the, you know, I don't know the ins and outs. I know there was, and I don't understand. It was six million pounds worth of shares moved over. I don't know what that means. Maybe I, I wonder. I wonder whether, and I, I don't really fully understand that either. And I wonder whether that might be that they've that that doesn't mean he's put an extra six million into the club. He's released enough shares to the value of six million, so he's looking for people to buy those shares so Reading can bring six million pound into the club. That that's my yeah. take on it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've 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 got this this debt and uh it is a concern. Um another question here, Ollie Miller eighteen on Instagram. His question is who's gonna be the new manager? Well Johnny's answered that one already. Wildery <laughs> reckons early July. Um Phil Kinsey Evans on Facebook. Is the silence from the owners because they've abandoned the club and they're looking to sell on? Well, we've kind of covered that a little bit. Um, Dean Matthews, some of these are a bit um, a, a bit more kind of forthright in their wording. Dean Matthews on Facebook asked a question. It sounds like a joke, this, actually, um, which is what a lot of Reddit fans are thinking at the moment anyway. How many clowns can run a football club? <laughs> next, next season, my suggestion is the stadium could be renamed the Circus Arena Stadium. So, uh, Gerard Lavelle on Facebook. Here's an interesting question for you, Johnny. You you might know the answer to this. Which academy players should be looking forward or should the Reading fans be looking forward to seeing in the first team next season? Well, I think, you know, all the lads that have played towards the end of the season, like a briefer, um, the Clark, the keeper. Um, what was, you know, John Clark as well. He started off last season. Um, got injured. I thought he looked promising. You know, he started off in the paper friendlies and first couple of games, and was looking like he, uh, you know, was at a level. So they're certainly there, and I think you know, there's, whatever happens, there's going to be opportunities for the young players to have a pathway at Reading again. Mm. You know, I think you know, with the way that the, the club, hopefully being positive, is being run the way it should be, then they'll have those chances to progress. And yeah, with no yeah. hunt. Hopefully, still the, the club with the under twenty threes. He's the perfect person. He knows what they need for the first team. He'll get them through. Yeah. Well, we Johnny, we've got so many questions yeah. from fans. We could, we could easily do another episode on this. So, 
apologies if if you put a question out there and, and we haven't read it out. I threw them in yes and no fashion. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're running out of time now. So look, a, a couple more, um, both on the same subject. So Mark Campbell on Twitter and Caroline Parker on Twitter. Um, Mark Campbell says, is the club up for sale? We've discussed that. We think it might be available for sale. Let's put it like that. Uh, Caroline Parker on Twitter asked the same question. Is the club up for sale? Um, and also based on us asking on social media for fans to ask questions about what is going on at the club. Caroline says, crikey, how long have you got to record this episode? Where do you advertise selling a football club? Anyway, why don't you, is, there, is there a website you can go look for football clubs for sale? Do you know what? There are, um, there are organisations that help people buy football clubs. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I don't think it's advertised on Facebook or, <laughs> or in the Sunday Times or anything like that. Um, so j- just rattling through a few more of the questions, um, Andrew Ray on Twitter, <clears throat> he said, do you mean you're going to a- answer questions about what are we sure of? That would be quicker. Uh, that's <laughs> true. So I can answer that one. Um, yes, it would be quicker, but it would be a very short episode. Indeed. We don't know. A- we don't know a lot. We're just hearing stuff. Um, Alan Munro on Twitter wanted to know why is there nothing meaningful coming from the club in terms of information? We've, we've covered that. Um, managers, uh, sorry, the manager, players, recruitment, um, no word coming out after we got relegated. Um, the ownership, all huge issues that fans are rightly concerned about. And many feel that something should have been put out, even if it's we can't say yet. So I think that's the point, isn't it? So that's Alan Munro on Twitter. Nothing's coming out of the club. So look, we've got a few minutes left, Johnny. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to read out a few more of these questions so people do get a mention, um, as many as we possibly can. Michael Hawks on Facebook, um, he wants to know, and a couple of Reading fans at least have asked this question as well, do we think it might end up being Mark Bowen as manager again? What do you think? Ah, oh, look, I'd, I'd hope not. I, I, you know, and I think because Mark's, in a, you know, his his role there, you know, from what he said, and hopefully he's been followed through that he's the right person for that job. Um, we need we need the right backup backroom staff, and he's part of that. And you know, and let the manager do his job. All right, Johnny. I think we'll um, we've got two two final questions. What yeah. uh, one of those questions is from uh, two two separate fans. So. Daryl Eaton and Andrew Ray on Twitter, um, not not together separately, they both think that we might be getting a player manager and that could be the reason for the delay with the announcement. Some Reading fans have commented on that. They they think it's a silly idea. Um, we had a player manager before, didn't we? Mark McGee uh, and then, of course, Jimmy Quinn and, and Mick Goodin. But actually, the Mark McGee team started doing well when Mark McGee stopped playing. Um so, look, I think it might, rather than a player manager, it might have more to do with July the 1st. And actually, when we, you know, when we transition from being a championship club into being a League One club, that kind of starts on July the 1st and all that sort of thing. So I think it's possibly more to do with the date. Um, and then Steve Mulford on Facebook, I think he speaks for a lot of the Reading fans. He said... Um, I'm concerned at all levels at how this club has been managed so badly 
to be in the financial state it is, but also at how the on-field management has been successively um, for so long so bad. The silence from the club is deafening and also insulting to the fans. The club have a lot of bridge building to do and they must start by communicating a lot better than they have. Um, And please, can we have a definitive statement from the owner as to what his vision stroke plan is for the immediate and long term? What restrictions in terms of financial limits have been imposed or not by the EFL? You know, um, what is being done to recruit the manager and the players? I mean, we, that sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, we, and we don't we don't know. That's the problem, isn't it? Uh, and look, just, just um, I'm going to do uh, two more questions, then we have to leave it there. So, uh, Amanda Wood on Facebook: Why are the owners keeping us in the dark and not saying anything? Uh, and George on Twitter: Final question here. Where's the communication from the club? What's happening on the manager front? Is there someone in place to take over recruitment if Jared Dublin does go um, as the, the transfer window's approaching? What are the answers from the club? What's happening about a potential sale of the club? These are all the, the questions the fans want to know. So look, um, Johnny needs to jump off now, but I'm going to carry on. I'm going to read out a few more questions so so you guys get a mention who haven't so far. So Johnny... I know you need to go, um, so thanks for for joining me. No and, worries, take care. And you can have a listen back to the end bit to see what you missed. Hey, make sure you say nice things about me. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, that Johnny Hunt. Well, <laughs> what story about him? Anyway, <laughs> Johnny. See ya. Bye bye. Cheers. Cheers. So, um, yeah, a few a few more questions here to to read out while we wrap up, and it's just me now. So James uh, joined us earlier on. Um, Johnny's um, had to had to go as well, so just just me on on my Todd now. So Alan McMullen on Facebook says, "Who are the realistic candidates for the manager, if not Wilder?" Well, we do think probably it is Wilder. There's a rumor about Steve Cottrell. Um, we 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 don't know. Alan is the answer to that. Um, and, and also Alan says the Wilder situation has gone on so long. Um, is that because he? hasn't had the assurances he wanted about squad spending, um, all the speculation, etc. cetera. Um, what will Reading do to get more kids to the games? I think that's a good question. You know, are there going to be more schools and grassroots initiatives next year? It was great to see the turnouts of on those occasions last season. So, uh, yeah, agree with you on that one, Alan. Answer to your question is we don't know. Andrew Taylor on Facebook. Um, this is the question that a lot of fans want to know. What's the plan? How can the club treat its supporters like this? That's the way a lot of the fans are feeling, isn't it? Um, we've just sold a player. It didn't even get a mention. Um, there was the letter um, from Mark Bowen to the club. And now um, shit show, he's called it. Um, I think a lot of Reading fans would agree with that. That's um, That's Andrew Taylor. That's his comment. Um, and he sums it up, shambles. So um, that kind of sums up the feeling of a a lot of Reading fans. Um, Jason Treby on Twitter, he says, probably the main question is, what has happened to the marketing and comms team? So they're sending out random things about other teams in the league, yet no comms on SAR or updates on the manager, despite getting tagged on hundreds of tweets by fans asking for an update. 
They can squash these rumours easily, but instead the silence is just fueling uncertainty and unrest by the majority of the fan base. So, Jason, I think we've um, we've answered that a little bit. Um, it's probably a, a bit to do with um, the situation with Mark Bowen. Um, so, look, another question here. Karen Irene on Facebook. Um, how many players have get-out clauses, if we were relegated, which we were, uh, that were written into their contracts? And will there be enough players left to be managed should we ever get a new manager? Um, so I suspect, uh, in answer to that, Karen, and I don't know, but I've got a feeling that whoever the new manager is going to be might have been decided already, might be Chris Wilder, and um, they're working in the background pending the official announcement. So I think fairly soon after the official announcement, we'll get the announcement on new players coming in. So um, my answer to that question would be yes, We'll, we'll have enough players to to put a team out, I would think. Um, so, another question, Karsh Davy on Facebook. Are we waiting until July the 1st for an announcement? Um, could another manager appointment potentially make us fall foul of any EFL ruling? That's a really good question from Karsh. Um, I, I think kind of the, the 1st of July um, topic is relevant. I think you know, after the 1st of July, that's when we'll see something happens that that possibly uh, means that there's still going to be no news in, until at least the 1st of July. Um, in answer to that other question, Kash, um, don't know. So um, Steve Sawyers on Twitter says, in the light of Wilder not being announced, could it be that the club are waiting until the embargo is fully lifted in order to give him exactly what he wants. Also, if this circus carries on with no information from the club and people walking away, um, let's have a protest and a piss-up at the SCL. So again, uh, excuse the language if you're offended by any of that, but those are the comments, and that's the way a lot of people are, are feeling. So I, I think that's a valid valid point there. Um, I think, you know, July... Could be when we start seeing some information coming through. Um, he also says, so this is uh, Steve Soares on Twitter. He also says, um, as a fan of 32 years, if Dai walks away without finding a buyer like he has done before, what are the chances that the club would eventually liquidate as nobody will want to take on um, that level of debt? And it, he puts it at nearly 200 million. I, I don't know what the number is. I've, I've heard 120 million. Um, you know, on, on Steve's message, he, he said it's it's closer to 200 million. Um, you know, would a would a new owner uh, or would we even get a new owner who would want to sort of pay off that that debt? Um, not not being um, overly positive here, but just using this as an example. Um, let's look look back at. You know, a lot of clubs like Man City, for example, Man City were in the same kind of situation that Reading are in now. I'm not suggesting that we're going to be winning the Champions League anytime soon. I'm definitely not suggesting that. Um, but you look at clubs like Man City, Brighton as well, um, and they sorted things out. Obviously, Man City had the, the new owners coming in, but Brighton kind of 
you know, did it with the help of the fans. Um, so if it if it comes to that, you know, maybe maybe if it does get that bad, we'll find a way, as a lot of these other clubs have have done. Uh, of course, some clubs have gone out of business and and they've reformed with a different name, etc. We we don't know if we're anywhere near that sort of situation at the moment, but I think. Um, Steve on Twitter makes a makes a really valid point there. So um, I wanted to kind of rattle through those remaining questions to to read out as many uh, as we we could. Um, we obviously can't give you all the answers. Um, we can't even give you uh, most of the answers definitively, of course, because we we don't know. But um, thanks everyone to um, to you for putting your questions. Um, we hope you found that. Uh, interesting and some stuff to think about um thanks to to johnny as usual for for uh co-hosting the episode and uh thank you to our guest james earnshaw of the reading chronicle so keep an eye on the chronicle because um james will only put out stories when there's kind of facts in, involved as, as a journalist um so keep an eye on the on the reading chronicle um, if there's not too much news on there, then that's because there's not too much news coming out of the club or in general. So um, thanks to James Earnshaw of the Reading Chronicle. Thanks for listening and watching. Um, this is a special one-off episode, so Series 2 is finished. Um, our episode where we announced that um, Chris Wilder was going to be new Reading manager to put out and go live when it was officially announced, we thought that was going to be happening imminently. It hasn't, but we've sort of put that episode out there for a bit of fun. Um, take the mickey out of us if you want to for that. That's absolutely fine. But look, um, thanks for joining us and um, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. And, and finally, thanks to, to Johnny again and uh, thanks to our special guest, James Earnshaw from the Reading Chronicle. Sports Social Podcast Network.